It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. I'm sitting here with William Davis. Yeah, outside the McWilliam Park Hotel in Clare Morris. On our way back from a very interesting uh, couple of hours in Ballina Rugby Club. For the Connacht team and management, we're up attending the summer camp that Connacht are running throughout the province and it's Ballina's turn to get them this week. Um, and the first chance we've had to meet the new coach. Indeed, but when you go to Ballina, first person you see is God. So this is Jerry O'Donnell, and this is what he had to say. Jerry O'Donnell, long-time contributor to this podcast from uh, Krasnorsk in Siberia to that famous day in Edinburgh, and now we're standing on the sideline here in Ballina. It's uh, it's good to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed, William. We are most welcome to uh, the home of rugby in the northwest, and uh, it's a pleasure to have Connacht here today. Um, training with all the local youngsters and it's it's a big day in the youngsters' lives but great to see it. There's a fabulous atmosphere, isn't there? There is, yeah, there is. This is building for quite a few weeks. Uh, unfortunately, today is a very big tourist day in Ballina. Uh, it's a heritage day which means there'll be about 40,000 people in the town and unfortunately they haven't all made their way down here but nevertheless, we, we're, we're absolutely thrilled with the response and um, it's just great for the growth of the game in this uh, region of Connacht. Last season was something very special. Going back into the Ulster Bank League, Cauley Cup, Junior Cup. Uh, what else did you win? Junior uh, League. Junior League. Yeah, we yes, we, it was a very good year, a very eventful year for us. We have a huge squad of young lads uh, in this part of the world, and they demanded higher standard of rugby. And uh, we said, okay, if you guys want higher standard of rugby, win all before you, which they did. And now they find themselves in the All Ireland League, and. Uh, the average age of the team is probably roughly 22, 23, which is magnificent. So we, we're, uh, we're looking forward to uh, stepping up and uh, competing against better standard clubs. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but players will improve their game the higher level they go to. And you'll be looking forward to welcoming teams up to here? We will. We'd, we'd have old friendships with a lot of them. Bangor in, in, in the north, Seapoint uh, in Dublin, Middleton in Cork, Brough. Uh, and while top class junior rugby is very very good the gap is not that wide from uh, the division in the All-Ireland League that we will be in so we're looking forward to it and we're going into it with our eyes open and uh, to win the section if we can do that It's great to talk to you we hope to catch up with you again during the season uh, it's a very important season obviously for Balna, but it's also an important one for Connacht going forward and uh, we look forward to seeing you at the sports ground Thank you very much, William, and again, you're most welcome to Ballina, and thank you for your, all your help. Okay, good stuff from Jerry there. Yeah, he's a great interview because he gets his point across, he says his thing, and he knows... He said, how long do you want? And I said, about two, two and a half minutes. Uh, great to see him, real club man. They were very excited today by this, boys and girls out running around, having a great time. Boundless energy because once the Connacht players went off, they had a bit of lunch and out they went again. <laughs> Running up and down the pitch, skills, passing, kicking, everything. Really good fun, and uh, very important to see Connacht doing this. This is this is you got to get out and meet your fans, meet your future players, and uh, it was a very enjoyable day. The main attraction was was Andy Friend, and of course we we had our new signing today. We did indeed, Colby Fainga, um, back row player. Who, uh, 
who on, on his Wikipedia page, uh, someone has written in that he's played Scrum Half as well, but uh, off, rec- off the record, Andy's friend didn't, didn't believe that that was something that was real. <laughs> no, but uh, let's have a listen to uh, what Andy Friend had to say. His first time meeting with uh, the Craggy Podcast and Galway Bay FM. It's great to welcome Andy Friend to... Mayo today here up in Ballina and to Connacht Rugby. When did you actually arrive in? I uh, arrived in the country about a week ago, Tuesday last week. So I've lasted the first seven days. Bit of jet lag, you getting onto our time zone and our slightly hotter weather than you would be expecting. Uh, definitely, definitely enjoying the weather. It's been fantastic. Uh, and jet lag, I got over that after about the third day. So I'm definitely in the time zone too now. Season has really started now, hasn't it? It's sort of this. This is when it when it happens. It's uh, it's the middle of July. Games are a little way away, but you're 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 fully up and at it. It's it's back to business. Yeah, it is. My my first day was um, a day off for the players, so we had a good meeting with staff. It was last week. The boys had been in two days before that, um, so I, I missed the first two days of their program. But uh, we had a, a good Thursday and a good Friday, and this week we started off with our theme of physicality. So we're already into body on body at the moment and uh, the squad's looking really good when you look at and i appreciate this wasn't within your tenure but it's been pretty openly discussed that the last two starts have been quite uh difficult the the, the last two pre-seasons so are you confident now that this pre-season will will run close to schedule and that by the start of the playing season Connacht will be ready to go yeah, listen, I, you know, pre-seasons are pretty short here too. I'm used to a longer pre-season, um, but it's great to be here with these boys now and the, our, our strength and conditioning program. Um, our boys there, the coaches there, have, have got them in good shape already. Uh, the coaches uh, on the deck there, Jimmy Duffy, um, Nigel and, and, and Pete, uh, have got really good systems in place. Uh, so we're just going to follow on from where we were last year. I think we're a long way ahead of, in talking to them, a long way ahead of where we were this time last year. And it's just about adding a little bit of detail and getting their confidence up. Obviously, uh, you haven't. You're, you're inheriting this this sort of squad. But we hear today that Colby Fianga is is joining, who's a player that would be perhaps closer to being your signing. Is that more of a challenge when you don't know any of the players, or you haven't actually signed the the bulk of the squad? Yeah, that's part of coaching. You know, everywhere you go to a, a new club, you do inherit a team and. Uh, it's, it's trying to work with those players that are there and get the best out of those players over the course of the first year, two years um, there'll be some players there that uh, may not fit the style that you're after uh, in which case you'll probably move them on, there'll be other players you want to bring in but I think you know, part of the nature of our job is, is to come in and try and work with what we've got so I'm very comfortable and confident with the, with the squad that we've got there Colby is a good signing for us um, you know, a, a, a well-known flanker in Australia anyway uh, very good over the ball just played his 100th cap for the for the Melbourne Rebels 100th super cap it was with the Melbourne Rebels uh, but he's going to be a real addition to the squad and would he be uh, sort of a technical flanker or would it be more a physical he's a bit of both to be honest he's um, he's always been used more as a as a ball poacher uh, but he's got a very good running game too and, and that's one of the things we want to try and bring out in his game here You've spoken in some of the interviews that I've read and some of the uh, audio pieces about uh, culture in rugby. So you're only here a week, but what sort of a culture do you see here? I I see an honest culture. I see a a group of players and staff 
um, who want to be led a little bit, um, but also are willing to work really hard uh, and, and believe in 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 the in the the club and the province that they're playing for. Um, I can see their passion. You know, we're here here today at Ballina, and you can just see the energy that the boys have got to come here and and to be here with these young kids. Uh, the grassroots, the green shirts, and to, and to bring that through. So that's really important to me. Eh? Rugby is more about being um, giving to a community and making sure you're a part of a community. And I think that's we've got that in spades in this group. And you've uh, you were coach at Harlequins when uh, Connacht played them back in 2006. So you've did you have any particular memories of the sports ground from that? I remember turning up and thinking. Wow, I can't believe how how uh, windy it is, and I can't believe the rain, and I don't believe anyone's going to turn up and watch this game. And much to my amazement, uh, the Clan Terrace, which I now know it's called, was virtually full, and the support, the local support, was just phenomenal. Uh, I think we won by a point there, but it was a very tight and tough game. Um, but I remember walking away thinking they're very passionate about their rugby in this in this uh, in this province. Well, we certainly are. We wish you well for the forthcoming season and we look forward to talking to you before it and throughout it. No, I appreciate that and I'm more than happy to share my comments on views and all things Connacht Rugby. Thank you, Andy. OK, good stuff from Andy Friend. I'm, I'm loving the fact he talks about culture and the importance of culture. Yeah, it's very confident performance uh, he had quite a lot of media to do he was at ease he looked like a man who was really enjoying himself he was out running around doing various training drills and there was a buzz around the place which is has look let's, let's be blunt it was missing at the start of last season and the, the start of the season before I know they were coming off a championship win but that was a slightly had a slightly odd feel to it as well a slightly tired feel so it's too early to make any real judgments, but uh, I enjoyed chatting to him, and I think he will find engaging with the media um, something that he does with with alacrity. But I, I would expect as well that um, he can be fairly direct when he wants to be. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing is that, that you, you got the feeling from the players who seem to be loving it as well. At one stage, I was watching Ulton the land with two kids hanging off his legs, and another kid hanging out of his back, and he was carrying another fella. Players seem to engage and loved it, and especially. And especially local hero Dave Heffernan. Yeah, look, it was great for him to come back today, and uh, I took the opportunity to have a chat to him. Dave Heffernan, kids have just been asked here at the training camp in Ballina who wants to be the new Dave Heffernan, and I would say about 45 out of the 67 put their hands up. How good was it to see something like this today back at your old club, and also to? be a part of it ah yeah look it's unreal getting down here um, obviously as I said look, the, the club had huge success in the last few years uh, all the work that's been done has, has been unreal and, and I think to get to get some of the lads down who wouldn't have seen it before here it's, it's brilliant um, and just to meet the kids and stuff as well I think we probably had more fun than they did out there so um, it's, it's, it's been a really good day uh, and yeah obviously delighted just to get everyone out of Valna and, uh, and see what we're about here well, of course, it's a down day for you before they start flogging you around the sports ground again. How has the uh, the pre-season and the strength and conditioning and all that grim stuff that has to be done going? It's been good. I've enjoyed it. Like, tough so far, but uh, I've enjoyed it. I think uh, last week was kind of a bit of an intro to it. It was, it was hard, but I think uh, this week, next week, will be the, the very tough ones now. So um, I'll have to rest up for tomorrow and make sure we're good to go anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, this this season coming, the, it's 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 probably a, quite a big one for Connacht. They need to maybe re-establish the the get a few more wins and stuff like that. Are people starting to talk about that? And also the fact that John Muldoon, such a talisman, that now other people have to within the the group structure of the team have to do a bit of talking and a bit of leading. Yeah, I suppose. Well, firstly, you're right. I think it is a it's a big year for us. Um, we do need to kind of re-establish what we're about, and uh, we can't let the we can't let the momentum we kind of did build from from winning the Pro 12 um, a couple of years ago uh, completely. Can't let that go completely. We need to, to get some of that back. Um, obviously, that was a very special year, and it's it's not it's not realistically going to happen every single year. But we want to be competitive. We want to be competing uh, for trophies. Um, we want to be in that top six and, and get back in that Champions Cup. And then I suppose on on the point of losing guys like Mullen and Brownie, um, they've obviously left uh, huge boots to fill. Uh, both of them are massive characters. Um, and he also experienced guys like JP Cooney around the place, um, who, who brought a lot to the club, not just on the pitch, but uh, off it as well. And, and they would have been a huge part of the, the culture we built. So it's it's kind of up to a lot of the more senior lads um, now to fill their boots and uh, to take over that mantle, that leadership mantle. Because, um, yeah, look, I mean, obviously, I mean, Mull's been captain here for, for as long as I can remember. So um, uh, it's it's huge, huge to fill, and just guys have to step up uh, into that role now. I think, I think it'll be good for a lot of us as well, maybe kind of force us to come out of our shells a bit and um, and make that step so it's obviously never nice losing guys like that but um, I think he went out on a real high um, and now it's just up to us to, to take over from that yeah. and what are you looking for personally from this season? Um, personally I'll be looking for uh, more consistency in my performances and uh, get a lot more starts and get a lot more game time um, I think I yeah, just just find that consistency. It was frustrating times last year. I'd, I wouldn't follow, I'd follow, have a good game and I wouldn't follow it up then after that. Um, so, yeah, find that, that consistency for me would be massive. Um, and, yeah, just getting getting more game time and just trying to get on the pitch as much as possible and help the team. Dave, good to talk to you. We look forward to watching you during the season and chatting to you again later in it. Perfect. Thanks a million. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, I think Dave was... was really impressed with the fact that the amount of numbers and, and, and he did say when he was chatting to the kids that you know I can you know I came from here that it's possible to get all the way to where I am from where you are sitting down on the ground now you know so if you want to put some time and energy and effort into it that it's all possible and it is brilliant to see Connacht reconnecting with the rest of the province yeah, it's, it's, it's vital I, I, I said uh, this is hardly hardly news and I think Connacht is different to all the other provinces I think there's a different needs to be a slightly different mindset here as to how you go out and sell rugby and it's it's no use at times people sort of decrying and saying well they're not interested in rugby up in place x that somebody will and I'll say yeah that's fine but have you given them an opportunity to be when I was brought up with rugby yeah. uh, I, was, I was born in Northern Ireland my father was a Welshman I was handed a rugby ball when I was 18 months old that was it it's the same way that kid in Kilkenny girl or boy is probably handed a, a hurley and they go off and they play camogie or they play hurling so the things like today are vital and the players engaged with it they're very good at this there's nobody it's not forced they're having a bit of fun and it was just very good to see and uh, I was delighted we got the opportunity to attend it there will be a media day in August and that's slightly different again how that comes across but today I thought worked very well 
Yeah, yeah, I was impressed with it. I was, you know, I say the the players seemed happy, um, all enjoying themselves. I think they were enjoying the break from the pre-season slog, um, even though I um, I believe there was some problem with the bus not having air conditioning on the way up. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, 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 we live in this tropical climate, Alan. I mean, it's, you know, it's it, it's a big problem. Um, last year, they would have probably had to put fleeces and woolly hats on if they were doing this event. So, yeah, look, every that's every, yeah, everybody seemed to have a very good tan today. I I get yeah. the impression there's been a lot of this training's been outdoors. Yeah. And um, well, 32 degrees to Andy Friend would just be uh, normal. Exactly, exactly, and then the, I think that you know we we got a number of interviews, but I think the last one we're going to hear for this week's podcast was our, our new signing, Robin Copeland, who I thought gave a great interview. Yeah, this is worth listening to, and um, he explains what he's going to bring to Connacht. Well, standing on the side of the pitch here at Ballina with all the minis. And Robin Copeland, Connacht's new signing from Munster, has come along to join us. Robin, when did you get up to Galway? I arrived here Thursday, nearly two weeks ago. So, yeah, I'm here nearly two weeks now. So you're settling into the, the, the process, new team? Yeah, it's been great. I, To be honest, I've been, I felt like I haven't been a new guy at all. Uh, I rocked in day one and, you know, was treated like one of the lads. And, you know, I, I never felt like a, I was new guy are ending the same they were giving me the same stick as they were giving everyone else and uh, yeah no it's been absolutely brilliant I've been really impressed with you know the whole uh, the whole place the squad the facilities the coaches the SNC everything has been fantastic and you know I'm, I'm really excited about getting going now and getting the season underway it's unusual for a player to come up from Munster. It's only, it's only, it's only down the road, but we don't get a lot of transfers coming that way. What, uh, what are you particularly hoping to bring to Connacht this season? Uh, I suppose uh, just express myself. Um, I think Connacht, historically, the Connacht style of rugby will, will suit me. Uh, I like, you know, open play and. And uh, you know, I, I I always try and look for a gap and look for space, and you know, try and find areas of the game that are opportunities. So that's historically, I suppose, how Connacht have tried to play. I think we're going to have to find our own way of doing things now. You know, a lot of experience is gone, a lot of young guys in the team, new guys coming in. You know, we're we're not last year's Connacht, we're not the years before. We're going to have to find our own identity. So. You know that's going to be exciting to to see where we can get to. Uh, you know, it's 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 with a new coach coming in. You know, finding what he wants to do, getting into his style of play. Everything is there for us to to succeed and get get to where we want to get to. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the next three or four months, I suppose, till those major decisions are made and all those things start to fall into place. Is part of the role to maybe, in some ways, toughen up Connacht so that they they come closer to the Munster approach? Munster tend to win games that Connacht don't win. They find a way, and sometimes it's by sheer doggedness or belief. And if you do that, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Is that sort of something that, that's been mentioned? I hate that stuff. I despise it with a passion. There's no monster way. There's no monster secret. There's no anything. It's just 
how how willing are you to win that last 50-50 battle? Though, like, how many one-score games did Munster win in the year that could have gone either way and they just happened? Like, that's it's nothing to do with anything else other than just having that winning mentality and anyone can do that like you know there's no reason why anyone can't have that mentality and Connacht have done it they've like they've won the league they've won those tough games you know and like like it, it is I hear a lot of it with fans and stuff like that it's the same and you know, I wish I could just beat everyone with a stick as soon as they mentioned to me because I just, I, I just doesn't make sense to me how you can think like that after so much success and and the talent that's here. You know, like, and if like no one has said it in the change room or any place, but if they did, I'd be the first person to pull them up on it. You know, um, so I, what am I going to bring? Am I going to bring that winning mentality? I don't know, but you know I know the way I think and I don't think like that I go out to win every single game no matter who I'm up against and if we're the underdog that's brilliant I love being the underdog I'm going to try and kick the crap out of anyone who's in front of me I don't care like it's that's just the way I try to to play and if that's my, the mentality that I bring then that's all the, all the better I suppose Well it's a passionate place the sports ground when it's going and with that attitude I think uh, you're going to have a good time there we look forward to you playing for Connacht this season and we look forward to talking to you during the season Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. Yeah, what a great answer to that question about Munster, wasn't it? <laughs> well, it was a very hackneyed old question, and it could have got a very hackneyed old answer, but it didn't. And I think that shows somebody who's really thinking. It's interesting. He was. I like the fact that he said because it's what a lot of fans think, but. I suppose you realise that in dressing rooms they, they, they can't think like that but they can play like that Yes. and I still think that maybe that's what he is going to be about it's just a slightly different mentality the, 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 the thing about Munster that fascinates me is, is they manage there's games they win that they shouldn't win Yes. and if you keep doing that it builds much like our championship winning season yes because if you look back at it, we won, I think we won something like eight or nine games by less than five points. Something along that lines. I can't remember exactly now and I don't have my notes with me. But, you know, we won games that we don't normally win in that season. And we just need to get that back. Yeah, close out the tight ones and have belief uh, and fight all the way. And, that, and that, that's what he talked about. But I, I thought it was a really good answer. I thought it was a good interview. And I think... Uh, it was alluded to that he's fitted in very well and I think it's it's interesting uh, you know they are looking for leaders now uh, we'll hear a little bit more about that in forthcoming interviews uh, that we'll be using in the next podcast which will be released as soon as we have some more fixture details for the Pro 14 because it's becoming a bit tedious yep. but we need to get these fixtures people need to know mm. um, where they're going and what their opportunities to go and watch Connacht or people maybe want to come home from somewhere to pick up a home game yeah so um, as soon yeah, as I had like Rosie tweeted us the other day and I wasn't able to answer because I didn't have any details and I was hoping to get some details today so Rosie on Twitter was, was connected up with us so um, sorry Rosie I haven't got any info just yet um, but as soon as we have it we'll make sure we get it out there yeah, and, and the rugby season sort of never ends. It's only a couple of weeks ago Ireland were winning a Test Series in Australia, and now it's, it's pretty much, a, although 
talking to some of the guys today, they said they'd had six weeks off because obviously, well, they didn't go into May. They didn't get into playoff time. They yeah. It all finished at the end of April. And they don't want that. Yeah, and of course, then we've got the, once the Pro 14 fixtures are out, we get the EPCR two weeks later, apparently, according to their Twitter handle today. Well, it's, it's glad to see they are coming out, but you do have to wonder about it taking another two weeks. Um, it's very important for fans. They've got to, you know, people need to book flights. Flights are cheaper, the hotels are cheaper, people need to book time off work and stuff. It's a tiny bit. It is frustrating, and of course, you know, for people who are looking to um, get the best information about where Connacht are playing and how to get the best flights and hotel deals, the Connacht Clan, ConnachtClan.com, have um, some brilliant information on there. It's really detailed, really good. Um, they put a lot of effort into it, and um, yes, that's the best place to go and find that information once the fixtures come out. So, just one, one thing I noticed during the week: um, the Perpignan coach or director of rugby had some interesting things to say William Monsieur Christian Lanta is his name he described his pool in the Challenge Cup as a royal gift of a group with the great Irish province Connacht Sale and Bordeaux Begley so um, yeah that's that's a I think that's a fitting way to finish this podcast I most certainly think it is we'll be back again soon thanks William Cheerio Alan Thank you.